Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. The first weekend of college football is officially in the books. The Florida Gators got the job done. They are 1-0 after a 35-14 win against the FAU Owls at home. I'm going to do a quick game recap of this past Saturday's game before we look on to our Week 2 opponent, the USF Bulls. Before we get started, though, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Bucks and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. So let's get things started. First off, the offensive analysis. The offense had a great game. The team had 400 yards on the ground, something that hasn't been done in quite some time, on 46 carries. Averaging 8.7 yards per carry with four scores on the ground. Can't ask for a much better start than that in the ground game for the Gators. I thought the offensive line did a great job paving the way for the ground attack. I think Malik Davis looked like a featured back, something that I've predicted in past episodes. Malik Davis, my redshirt freshman year, came in as a true freshman and dominated at the running back position with six straight games over 100 yards prior to his injury. I think he's healthy now, and I believe he's going to be the featured back for this group. Anthony Richardson also looked explosive on the ground in his limited time playing. The guy had 160 yards on seven carries. Basically, almost averaged 23 yards per carry, which is absurd. And I think in total... Just the offense looked pretty solid. Emory received some criticism from Gator fans. However, I don't feel it was truly deserved. Emory was in his first career start. The first two drives, he manned the offense. They drove down fairly easily, had two quick scores. He had 74 yards rushing. He had a couple of mistakes that he may want back while passing the ball. But again, it's his first career start. You can't overreact. I think he's going to have a bounce back week versus USF this week. And it's a nice problem to have for Gator fans and just the Gator team in general. You got two dual-threat quarterbacks that can both make an impact at any given moment. Look for Dan Mullen to utilize both of them going forward. On the defensive end, I think the D-line looked dominant. As one of my keys to victory, the D-line definitely exceeded expectations. Zach Carter was extremely dominant. I view Zach Carter as a first-round talent. I think his name is going to gain a lot of traction this year from scouts and NFL teams. The guy had three sacks. The D-line depth in total looked very solid, especially on the edges. Chris Bogle got a sack. Jeremiah Moon is healthy and had a great game. It was great to see Moon running around. Diabate played well. I thought he did a great job alongside Ventrell Miller, who Ventrell's always a stud. I always expect him to have a great game. I view him as the vocal leader of this defensive group that overall looked to make strides, and had a pretty good showing in their first first game of the season. They did bend, but they didn't break, didn't give up a ton of points. All of the yards seemed to come at the end of the game as well as the points, which 
isn't always a big concern as you know a lot of younger guys probably got in there but in total I thought the secondary did a decent job until later on in the game but it seemed to be a much improved defense from this past season so that's all you can ask for from this group going forward it'll be important for them to have a great showing versus USF to really build that confidence and have that defensive unit gelling well prior to that Alabama game in week three I'm gonna give my three players of the game this one was fairly easy on the defensive end. The co-SEC defensive lineman of the week, Zach Carter, as I stated, had three sacks, three tackles for loss, and four total tackles. Zach dominated off the edge. At 285 pounds, the guy moves extremely well, super athletic, very strong defensive end. Someone that I expect to have a shot at leading the SEC in sacks this year. I expect big things from Zach, as I've said in previous episodes, but... A great overall start for Zach. He was the MVP of the defensive side. And then I have two players of the game on the offensive end. Malik Davis, 14 carries for 104 yards, averaging 7.4 yards per carry and a score. Like I said earlier, Malik looked explosive. He's elusive, made guys miss, had a couple of big-time runs for the Gators offense. Someone that I view as the premier running back for this group and someone who's going to have an extremely great season this year. And my second player of the game on the offensive side, as you may have guessed, was Anthony Richardson. The guy was explosive in his limited time that he did play. He had seven carries for 160 yards and a score. He also hurdled an opponent and stiff-armed two guys like he was a creative player on one play. Anthony proved that he can have a tremendous impact early on and somebody that can complement Emery would provide Dan Mullen with a nice one-two punch on the offensive side. Overall, you can't make too much of a prediction after week one as it was just against the FAU Owls. And unfortunately, this upcoming week, I expect a lot of the same. I expect the Gators to dominate on both sides of the ball. I think the D-line will continue to have a great start to their season. I think the offensive line will pave the way yet again for a great ground attack. I look for Emory Jones to come in and really sling the ball and prove the naysayers wrong and kind of have a breakout game in this week two matchup unfortunately you can't have too much knee-jerk reactions as I said as this game against the USF Bulls will not have that much of an impact prior to us knowing what to expect from this Gator team against the Alabama Crimson Tide week three USF just lost to an NC State team 45 to nothing the previous week so it'll be interesting to see how the Gators come out against the USF Bulls team that Let's be honest, just look absolutely terrible. I think the Gators blow these guys out of the water, and I think it's time to start getting our minds right for week three and see what this Gator team is going to do against the Crimson Tide in an SEC rematch of this past season. Our pod is partnering with PlayActionPools.com this season to bring some interactive fun to the sport we love most. Here's how it works. Sign up for our contest, Believe Football Pick'em at PlayActionPools.com, and then get your picks in each week. We're going to select the 10 highest profile games of the week between the NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com and sign up for the contest, Believe Football Pick'em. And if you plan on hosting your own football contest, go to playactionpools.com today. They've got Survivor Pick'em as well as a cool sports style book concept called Build Your Own Bankroll. PlayActionPools.com, your new home for all your office sports pools. There was a lot of great games in week one of the college football slate. I decided that I'm going to do something here where 
I talk about some of my favorite teams from week one, and then I'm going to do a way too early playoff prediction. Don't take these so seriously. This is just me basically saying who I view as the six best performances from this past week and teams that I view that are going to be legitimate contenders for the college football playoff when the regular season comes to a close. So let's get right into it. Number one, I have the Alabama Crimson Tide. I believe the Tide looked great versus Miami. Bryce Young looked to not skip a beat in his first career start. It's Alabama, let's be honest. They won the championship this past year. They've been the most dominant team over the last decade. They're going to be number one, and they're probably going to stay there for quite some time, barring any surprise upsets. Number two, this one pains me, the Georgia Bulldogs. The offense didn't do much of anything against Clemson. However, that defense looked very good, providing the only touchdown of the game. The defense had seven sacks, and that Georgia Bulldogs defense looks like it's going to be wreaking havoc on opponents all year long so I'm going to put them at the two spot for now at three even though it was a tough start to their game Ohio State I have at three yes the first three are the same as the new AP poll right now I'm going to go with Ohio State at three I think they have a ton of offensive playmakers and if they can shore up that defensive side I think they're a legitimate contender I'm going to kick out Oklahoma from the four spot after they're showing against Tulane, and I'm not too thrilled with Texas A&M after a slow start against Kent State and Clemson lost. So let's be honest, I'm going to jump the number seven ranked Cincinnati Bearcats into the four spot for now. I know people are probably like, this guy has no idea what he's talking about. That's fine. This is a knee jerk reaction. It's me trying to predict a playoff after week one of college football. But I'm going to put Cincinnati at the four spot. And then I'm going to put Oklahoma at the five spot. I think it was just first game of the year jitters. I think Spencer Rattler will settle in. I think the team overall will play better. The defense looked like they weren't ready to come out and have a great game. I think that they'll rebound in week two. So right now it goes Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Cincinnati. That's my four for the playoff. And then my two outside looking in, I've already stated at number five, I have Oklahoma. And then this one's tough. To be honest with you, I didn't like what I saw from Notre Dame. Is Notre Dame not that good? Or is Florida State a legitimate team this year? That's a, that's a tough one. But just to give my own twist on it, I love what I saw from Iowa. And I love what I saw from Penn State. So right now, I'm going to put it in a, a three-way tie I'm going to go at six. For now, I'm going to put in Iowa. It'll be interesting to see how they do against Iowa State this week. Best game of the slate by far. The only two ranked teams playing in the top 25. So I'm going to go Iowa. And then I'll have basically outside looking in seven and eight. I'm going Iowa State and Penn State. I was very impressed by Penn State's defense. They came in and dominated from start to finish against Wisconsin at home, which is not an easy feat to do whatsoever. And I look to them to have a great season this year. I think James Franklin's got them situated well, and I look for the Nittany Lions to have a good year. I'm going to have two episodes this week, and that's going to be the new norm from here on out as I'm going to recap the previous games on either Monday or Wednesday. I know I was a little late this week, so I'm posting on a Wednesday, but I'll be doing my recaps then, and then I'll be doing my game previews for the upcoming game that week. So I'm going to figure out how I want to do these Dio's Locks of the Week. I might sprinkle a handful of games that I like 
on a Monday or Wednesday episode, but I'm going to leave the bulk of my picks into that Friday episode leading right up into the weekend. So you guys can go in right when you finish work. You can hammer those picks in, get ready for a great college football weekend. And I also am going to throw a couple NFL picks in there because why not? It's the first weekend of the NFL. By the way, before this episode ends, I got to say, you got to hammer the Bucks. I'm taking minus eight. I'm going to be at the game this Thursday. I can't wait to see those cannons fire. I think Tom Brady and company are going to come in and look very similar to how they looked in the Super Bowl and the last however many games of the season that they won this past year. I love the Bucks minus eight. Let's get things going. I'm going to kick off Dio's Locks of the Week right now. Like I said, it's going to be a short and sweet Dio's Locks of the Week because I want to save it for a full segment on Friday. But I did give you that Bucks pick. I like minus eight. I also like AB, any of his prop bets. I haven't looked just yet, but I think AB has a huge game. And I expect Zeke to have a good game as well. I think Zeke's going to have a bounce back year after an abysmal year in 2020. But... With that being said, I'm looking at this college football slate right now, and we did hit my teaser. My teaser did hit from this past week. I'm thinking of doing another teaser, so I'm going to throw out a teaser and and two picks. That'll be my Dio's Locks of the Week for this this, uh, Wednesday's episode. So I'm going to go a teaser here, a 10-pointer, a sweetheart. Yes, she's sweet. I love her. I'm going Florida Gators. It's minus 28 and a half right now. It'll buy that down to 18 and a half. I like the Gators straight up. I don't even think you need to do them in a teaser, but I think it's one of the safest bets of the week. I think they're going to blow out those bulls. So the Gators, it's a three-teamer. After that, I'm going to do the Penn State Nittany Lions. As I just said, I loved what I saw from them against Wisconsin. They take on Ball State. It's 22 and a half. That'll bring things down to 12 and a half. And then lastly, I'm going to throw in the Iowa Hawkeyes. It's plus four and a half for them right now. An additional 10 makes it plus 14 and a half. I don't see this Hawkeye team losing by two touchdowns. I think they contend. I think they got a good shot of winning, especially after how they looked in their first game against Indiana this year. So I'm going to go that. That's my three-team teaser, Iowa, Penn State, and Florida. I think those are great value picks. I like them without the teaser, but I think it's the safest bet for a sweetheart if you're looking for a guaranteed winner. And then I'll give you two picks. Let's see. I'm looking at the slate right now. I'm going against myself from this past week, learning from my mistakes. Steve Sarkeesian, I apologize. This one's a tough one because I like Woo Pig Suey, but sorry, horns up. We're bringing them back up. They're no longer staying down. I like Texas to cover. I'm going to buy a half point, so it's going to be minus 6.5 against Arkansas. I like it, even though it's at Arkansas. I think Texas kind of proved me wrong with their performance against Louisiana Lafayette, so I'm going to take them with a half point. I think they win by more than a touchdown, so that'll be my first pick. And then my second pick, this one, I got to do it. It may not hit. So don't hold me accountable, but I'm throwing this one out. Kansas just stormed the field after beating an FCS team that they were favorited to win by 10. I believe karma is real. Those Chanticleers are coming in. I love them. They're ranked 17th right now. Yes, it's minus 25. I'm saying these Chanticleers blow out the Jayhawks. Kansas is a basketball school. Everyone knows it. I'm taking 
Coastal Carolina minus 25 for grandma's groceries. And like I said, that was just a little sample of a Dio's Locks of the Week. I'm going to kind of figure out how I want to do Dio's Locks of the Week now that I'll be doing two episodes per week. For now, just a small little thing there, a sweetheart and two picks because I want to keep it to my bulk on Friday going right into the weekend so those picks are fresh, hot, you know, the hot lights on over here at Krispy Kreme. I want you to grab those picks, grab yourself a, a dozen donuts and go and hammer those bets on Bet Online AG. And that's it for this week's episode, the first of two, the inaugural Wednesday episode presented by Bet Online. Tune in in a couple days and let's get ready for week two of college football. See you guys soon. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube